All right, Lady Ada, what is this? Hey, everybody. It's that time again. It's time for show and tell. Me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada, behind us, the Ada Fit Factory. But you're not here for us. You're here to see all the people from the community who are going to come by for the next, like, 25 minutes, and they're going to show off what they've been building, making, 3D printing, glowing, coding, et cetera. We've got some Adafruit folks. We've got DigiKey folks. We've got iFixit folks. Uh, we're going to be here for basically right. 25 minutes, and then it's time for Ask Engineer. So let's kick it off with Kevin from DigiKey. Hello, Kevin. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's, what's going what's on this week? What's the What's glowing? We are I'm creating a new sign for my office. It's uh, all 3D printed, mm. and I'm using the Pi Portal. That's the new See logo it? for those people who uh, do branding stuff and for and and collect all the brands from electronic companies. Like I, I'm sure everyone does here. That's uh, right. That's the new. That's the, the DK logo. The new DK logo. So my my plan is I'm going to put it back behind me. I'm probably going to replace the DigiKey sign above my head or next to my head. Yes. The way you look at it, and then I want to next step after I use the Pi Portal. I want to re remotely control this from Adafruit IO with, uh, I don't know if I'm going to use the fun house or, you know, something different so I can adjust the colors on the fly and make sure all the wires are hidden. So it's just right on the wall, but yeah, it, it looks a lot cooler than it does on this washed out camera. No, I believe you. No, it looks so great. Goes. Okay. Yeah. Change colors. Can you make, oh, that's nice. So I have two colors like this is, you can't even hardly tell it's red. Okay. The K is red yeah. and the DK is white. Okay. Cool. Yeah, like it, it actually shines on your face kind of nicely. It's like yeah, that, maybe I should yeah. shine it on my face. My glasses, can you see a reflection? All right, beautiful. And you printed that on the three D printer behind you. I did. Yep. And this, I maxed out my printer bed size. So yeah, I know. That's it's big. Uh, when you do I, selfies on Instagram, you know the cool thing to do now is have like different color LED lights all over you. So now you got that going on. Okay. Yeah, and it's it hard to fit more digikey stuff into your. Into nope. Your there's screen. still plenty of room. You think so? Yeah, it's mm -hmm. like it's like in physics. There's Planck's length. You can always fit another DigiKey logo somewhere. Yeah, exactly. I can find more. All right. Well, I hope you're having fun 3D printing and glowing. I am. I'm having a good time. And of course, NeoPixels are always fun to play with. The more lights, the better. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, All thank right, you so much, Kevin. And before we move on to the next guest, I just want to mention the next guest, Kyle from iFixit. The iFixit tools are not only in DigiKey Store, Adafruit Store. They're also now in Home Depot. But um, it's kind of cool that. Electronic companies like Adafruit and DigiKey stock, I fix it. We were just talking uh, before we went live. Um, Adafruit, Adafruit open source stuff, and I fix it open source opens things whether companies want to or not. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, and they I have, have a really great tool set. right here. Yeah, you happen to have it right there. So um, Very handy. it's cool to see this like ecosystem and companies that are uh, trying to be good causes and good business together. So without further ado, thank you, Kevin, by the way. Uh, thank you. You guys take care. To Kyle. All right. Uh, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where's Kyle? Uh-oh. He's gone. Oh. I swear we were going to have Kyle from iFixit. Do you want to do some Adafruit folks? Yes. We're going to do some Adafruit folks. He might having might have some technical issues. All right. Let's go to Scott. Okay. So maybe when people leave, Kyle, you can try. Yeah. Let's go to Scott. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. There's Kyle. You're back. Let's go to I'm here. Okay. So maybe when people leave, Kyle, you can yeah, let's go to Scott. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, there's Kyle. Uh, there's a little bit of an echo. So, <laughs> I'm open. Kyle? Kyle, are you watching yourself? Uh, sorry, yes. Okay. I'll do that. All right, take it away, Kyle. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, we're super excited. We have uh, Right to Repair is making uh, progress all over the world, uh, including in New York, uh, and, which is, I know, is near and dear to your heart. Mm -hmm. 
So we have, uh, after, uh, you know, uh, you know, opining and talking about the importance of, of hardware and getting into all of our stuff for a long time and, and countless dozens and dozens of meetings with legislators, we are scheduled for a vote on the floor of the New York Senate tomorrow. Uh, so this is really exciting. Yay. Yeah, we did a blog post and uh, it, it's really easy. Uh, you can go to the links uh, and someone will put it in the chat and you just put in your uh, zip code and it fills out everything for you. But if you really want to have an impact, make a phone call. The more pressure, the better for the legislators. And the cool thing is, if you read the bill and I'm going to read it on Ask an Engineer, is it just basically says, hey, companies, you should kind of be like Adafruit. Because when you buy something from Adafruit, you get the instructions, you get things to download, you get the technical manual, you get any software. And that would mean that um, repairability would be possible. But also, um, if you don't want everything to end up in the trash, um, you could fix it. <laughs> and there's so. communities of people who take, you know, products that are older, and they repair them. And they have like, yeah. like, actually, what's funny is, you know, our one of our machinery, or one of our board loader machines actually uh, stopped working last week. You know, it has a panel and like the buttons on the panel eventually stopped working and we, we tried to fix it, but then some other connector broke and it was kind of like this cascading failure. But, you know, because there was enough documentation available in repair parts, we were right. able to fix this thing, saving a big piece of machinery from the trash because yeah. normally people would just throw yeah. out. But I was right. like, wait, it's CAN bus and I can get another CAN bus panel and it'll work and it worked and like, it's cool. Like, yeah. so you don't have to uh, give up your a secret sauce to make something that people can repair and uh, reuse after even the company gets sold or goes out yeah. of business. So where do they go and what do they do, Kyle? Go to newyork.repair.org and you can either, you can write a letter, it figures out, you can punch in your zip code and they'll figure out who your reps are and you can email them. Or we have a cool widget where you punch in your phone number and it will call you and it will call your reps and you, you say, hey, I support the right to repair bill. And they hit pound and it hangs up on them and calls your next rep. Good. Yeah, nice. we were using that uh, during last year to help encourage some uh, social justice. You have yeah. to call your reps, and it and a lot of it worked. Um, some of it we saw more work to do. Um, yeah. And then last up, congratulations. Uh, your stuff is now in Home Depot. You said we're in Home Depot and Best Buy, uh, and even better, uh, you know, more attractive stores like Adafruit. So uh, very excited. Yeah, uh, th things are going well, and I fix it land. All right. Awesome. Well, keep coming back, Kyle. And I was saying to Kyle before we got on, like we correspond once in a while and time moves different, but um, we're going to continue to try to do things to not only get the word out for them, um, but help people connect up with efforts like this. Yeah, this is this is one community. I think all of us are in this together. Uh, as I was thinking you know, in the arc of history, like it used to be you could open something up and it was mechanical and you could kind of figure out how it works. But now with electronics and multi-layer PCB, you have to have some amount of documentation. So yeah. Uh, and remember, Kyle, you're, you're a great organizer. You're, you're great at making the message very clear to both our elected officials and to people who don't necessarily do this kind of work. Uh, you have a really good story and people get it immediately. All right. I praise. Oh, super appreciate the help. All right. Yeah. And before you go, I'm going to put you on the spot. If you don't have an answer, that's fine. Is there anything that you've wanted to do an iFixit teardown on that you've not been able to pass, pass things, inventions or whatever, or anything that's currently out? Well, the current one is a starship. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I was looking, there's a photo on the forums of their scrapyard. And every time, you know, they, they dismantle one. So there's, they're lying in pieces. But yeah, gotcha. uh, and actually more specifically, the Raptor engine. Would gotcha. Cool. All right. That is cool. I'm Good gonna, answer. I like how you were like. You yeah. Know, so I'm going to do, I'm going to do mine and maybe this will make internet history. If I can ever get IBM to agree, would you ever do a teardown on deep blue? 
Oh, that would be so cool. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of controversy with it. Some people say maybe it didn't win on its own. Yeah. We Maybe there's a, there's a person. It's like the Mechanical Turk, right? Yeah. It's yeah. inside it. Exactly. You'll find a little skeleton in there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Kyle. Okay. Cheers. Take care. All right, Brent. Hey, Brent. Hi. Um, let me share my screen uh, real quick. Um, why can't I have... Oh, I just filled out the iFixit form. Um, Rake to repair is really important, and I really like iFixit. Um, so that's for Rhode Island. You so actually did like, the thing. Yeah. Yourstate.repair.org. So I was in New York, now I'm in Rhode Island, um, filled it out. It was super simple. So um, this past week I've been working on Whippersnapper a little bit more, um, working on more usability and like some blinky things. So depending on what board you're connecting to the service, if you're connecting a board like the Metro M4 Airlift, which has a NeoPixel built in, or a Funhouse that has dot stars, or like an ESP32 that just has a normal LED, um, you'll be able to see the status of it connecting to Whippersnapper. So oh, if I hit the, your, let's go to the Brent's big, big, big Brent face. Okay. Yeah, do it again. So if you, um, I can't see the, I have like no reaction to it. So, um, I mean, it will turn on. So it cycles yeah, between it connects, it connects to Wi-Fi, which takes the longest amount of time on like any board that has Wi-Fi because the Wi-Fi provisioning process is so complicated. And okay, then it connects to MQTT, and then it checks in with Whippersnapper and says, hey, I'm an Airlift uh, Light Metro. And then um, it checks in, and you can – I don't have it enabled already, so you can, can you go to the device page? Can you add this? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. very cool. That's a bug. Yeah. You did show off the LED, which is now giving you status indication. Yeah, so every two minutes, um, and this will be configurable, but because this is going to be a product that runs on batteries, um, we don't want it to blink continuously. So um, the keep alive time for Whippersnapper is really short. So like if I unplug it, it will say that I'm offline. Mm -hmm. But um, you'll want to know like this board is still connected to the service. So every few minutes, um, it will just blink green or on a ESP32, it will just blink its LED. Sweet. And that's what I've been working on. All right, it's happening. We're we're deploying. We're writing code. We're getting ready for yeah. the month. People are going to be able to to try this out. Maybe. All right. Exciting. Next up, we're going to go to Melissa. Hello, Melissa. What you got going on this week? Hi, I have a um, Raspberry Pi here, and uh, let me start up a little demo. And I have it running as a little voice assistant. I have these speakers, but uh, I don't have a camera that I can do overhead at the moment. Okay. It'll take a second to, okay. Tell me the time. Tell me the time. The time is 4.42 p.m. Okay. Yay. All right, I wanna see a cat picture. Show me a cat picture. All right. I think I had to pause in there. So, so theoretically, show, show me a cat picture. It worked. Yay! Show yeah, me an cat. Adafruit picture. Oh, cat! No, I want cat. Go back to cat. Show me a cat picture. Yeah. Okay, great. Set the middle light to green. Ooh. All right. Getting fancy. Yeah. 
All right, this is all on the edge, which is really neat. You're not using AWS or Poly or Google or anything that would send your data off to the network. This is fully edge voice recognition. Exactly. Which is hard. Uh, yeah, uh, it uses uh, voice to JSON. And I wrote kind of a little Python wrapper around that uh, so that it could make use of the CircuitPython libraries and everything. And so it just kind of sends the data in as a sub-process uh, that it's running in and gets JSON back out and uses that to process everything. All right. Well, I'm ask cool. it if it can reverse entropy. I'm asking for a friend. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right thanks I, for the, check out um, the guide, everybody. Exactly. I was going to say, uh, there's a guide for this yeah. that is out now. We'll be playing the video during Ask an Engineer when we do the guide tonight. All the cats. Thanks so much. Thank All right, you. Work, Melissa. I love edge Thanks. machine learning uh, stuff. All right. Scott, what you got going on? Hello. Welcome to my desk. Yeah. Um, so what I've been working on is blue BLE workflow stuff. So what I'm going to do here on this feather is I'm going to tell it to erase its existing connect connection information so that it broadcasts publicly. So I'm just going to hit reset once. And then when it blinks blue, I hit it again. And it'll be solid blue. So that's how I know it's working. So here's my phone. And let me hit the lock here. So we have this Glider app that we're working on. So I'll hit that. And now it's scanning for devices. And it has to be really close. That's kind of how we're going to prevent from other people connecting to it. So we just. Uh, connected to it, and now I can hit the folder icon to list the drive. So this is my code.py uh, or my circuit.py drive uh, live. Wow. And so I can hit code.py here. It changes the file name, and then if I want to read it in Glider currently, I hit read file, and it just loaded the version of code.py uh, over the Bluetooth. And like nearly instantly, too. How fast is it? So I was doing some tests. I, I had a bunch of prints in it. And so I deleted the prints because prints actually slowed down stuff a lot. And I was getting about 3,000 bytes a second uh, just with my limited testing. So uh, it's pretty quick. Um, obviously, like the listing didn't take very long either, which is great. Um, we can see like uh, <laughs> the path is not changing. Nope. So there's a bug there. But, you know, bugs are still here. It's OK. Um, and then we can load this like random file too, if we wanted to, but yeah, I'm going on vacation. So that bug will have to wait. <laughs> well, that's okay. When you get back, we're going to keep working on it. And, uh, I think it's neat and this is going to work really great with the project bundler because you'll be able to just, I would like it if we could just actually send over the project bundles and they auto deploy. Like that would be so cool. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's a good place to start. All right, All right nice good work. stuff. Well, thank you so much, Scott. And we'll see you in two weeks. Everyone, don't forget, there will be no um, deep dive with Scott for the next two weeks. Two weeks, correct. Well-deserved right. Scott break. Hi, Scott. All thank right, you. Bye, Scott. All right, now, Pedro, what you got going on? Hey, folks. This week, we got a smart fan. So this is a guy that we put together. Uh, Liz and I put this together. She wrote the code and had the idea to use the Funhouse to make a smart fume extractor. So this... Uh, this fan is a PWM fan, and on the back here, we're using the EMC 2101, uh, the PWM fan controller. So what, what she did is mapped it so that when the air quality sensor behind this little fan um, senses uh, uh, TVOC or, or PPB, <laughs> 
um, it'll it'll map it to the fan speed. So I don't have any fumes right now, but I do have some of this. So let me see if I can get the uh, the thing to go. So just let it smell some alcohol, and hopefully we can get these these beans to go up. Little <laughs> drunk. It's going a little. Let me see if we can get it there. And the reason why we have a fan in front is because we found that. Um, the fumes would kind of dissipate, you kind of go into the fan because it's working really well. Mm. Um, so this little fan directs uh, the fumes directly into the uh, into the air quality sensor that's behind here. Uh, so we got a carbon filter on there as well, and you can see here on the screen it displays the uh, value and the fan speed. And because it's uh, it's got the, the ESP uh, 32S2, we can do uh, some logging. So this is 80 Friday. We got a little dashboard here. We're showing the fan speed and the fumes coming in here. So it's been interesting to kind of see uh, kind of how long things take to solder. That's an interesting thing. Right here, this is just kind of dumb data of me just playing around with alcohol. But uh, it's been really fun to kind of map your data and see uh, kind of kind of how, how long it takes to, to solder things up. Uh, so there's a learn guide out. And um, if I forgot to mention, we, we free a print case. Yeah, <laughs> right. nice. we'll be uh, uh, nice showing that off tonight on Ask an Sweet. Engineer. All right. Thank you so much, All right. Uh, JP is next. We're doing okay on time, but if everyone after JP can keep it to one, two minutes each, we can still get to everyone this week. JP, what you got going on? Show me a cat picture. Yeah. Oh, Lars. Lars, I can't get the hang of this machine learning. Uh, so real quick, actually, I'll show you over here. That's, on actually what machine, that's what happens with machine learning. You ask for a cat oh, and you, and you get that thing instead. I'm doing great then. Yeah. Uh, so I want to show you over here, I've got my little two key macro pad, the Deco uh, keypad, and I'm going to use it to show you me playing a rhythm game terribly. So let me run over here. Uh, this is, you might not be able to hear it too well, but you'll, you'll see it. Uh, yeah. So this is a little macro pad here. It's a feather inside and our feather wing for, uh, for two mechanical key switches. And in this game, you, um, let's retry here. You have to hit some uh, dots in rhythm, and you have to follow some paths. Okay. Oh, do you have to mouse and key? Yeah, this is you hard. You do, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, you're, not, you're not bad. This is like the latest Google CAPTCHA. <laughs> All right, so I'll stop there because I did fairly well for me. But good work. Yeah, just pretend like that's your normal. That was abnormal. Uh, if you watch people who are really good at this online, they are doing a lot of really fast uh, hitting of keys. And even though it's meant to just really be one mouse click, they've a lot of the, the really serious players have found that mapping two keys uh, works better for some of the fast stuff. You can just kind of do like a little drum roll with your fingers. So that is one possible use for it. Uh, and I just put out the guide today for that. So for anyone that wants to uh, go build their own macro pad, in a cool sort of Art Deco style that uh, is there, and three three model files are there for it, and uh, the code is ready to go in CircuitPython for you to make a little macro pad. All right, Thanks nice so work, much, JP. JP. We'll be playing all this stuff tonight, and don't forget, everyone, JP's workshop Thursday. Right, I will see you tomorrow, and then I'll be off next week. So uh, no shows next week, but then I'll be back in force. Okay. Right. See you soon. See you later. All right. Yep. Lars, too. Uh, okay. Liz, what hey, you got Liz. going on, Liz? What's going on? What's happening here? Uh, so this is uh, the Arduino Nano RP24 Connect. It has a microphone on board. And so right now I'm plotting the data from the microphone to this matrix. I really like audio visualizers. Hmm. Um, and then I also have a second example. Let me just save the other code file uh, where it's bars. Uh, so the bars are kind of going across. So. Um, 
yeah. <laughs> the hard thing was um, yell loud and then don't yell loud. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right, I hope it's working. It's really yeah. not the demo audio stuff because you're speaking and it's distracting, but I think it's working. I, yeah, it is. It is. Because um, one of the things was making sure that wasn't like rewriting the pixels that were already there because mm. otherwise um, it would get really like flashy. Mm. Um, so that was probably the hardest thing. And so this is basically like a bunch of four statements to like cycle through uh, to get the different pixels on. All right. Well, how are you liking the RP2040 Nano? Is it is a good little board? It's cool, yeah. Great. Yeah, exactly. I'm impressed with the drivers for everything. You know what I mean? Like it was, it's like we had PDM microphone code and it just worked. Yes, the, and the also the um, new platform, all the stuff just works. Yeah, and the it was lucky the accelerometer they used. There's also a Stargate Python driver already for that too, so that right. was that was handy. All right, great. Come up with a project to do this. I mean, this is a project, but maybe yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Liz. And thank you for unlocking this hardware for folks. There was uh, uh, people in the community that said, I'm not going to get one of these new Arduinos until CircuitPython's on it. So now they can do that. Cool. Yeah. And thank you for your documentation to make it possible. Yes. All right. Take care, Liz. All right. Bye, Liz. Next up, Matt. Hello, Matt. How are you? What you got going on this week? Hey, Matt. Okay. You want to unmute your mic? We can't hear you, Matt. We can't hear we you. Can we, see get, a, we have a cool We can car. see a car, and you got a headlamp. You got a headlamp. Yeah. That's so this a car. Is, oh, that's your headlight. This is the project you were working on before, yeah. where it would move around the lights, right? Those are cool. Okay. See, we could do maker charades. They're bright as hell. All Dude, right. Dude, that's like it's like light out and oh, it's wow. blinding. Yeah, people aren't going to mess with you. They'll definitely get it. Well, they look like giant eyeballs, too. I like that. It turns out all those UFO sightings, they weren't UFOs. They were Matt's, they were Matt's yeah, car. Yeah, when they get the report out in a week, yeah. Matt, they're going to mention you. That's what they've been seeing from the like Air Force pilots. It's your car. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Well, it looks great. Congratulations. I like how you got everything working together with the joystick, and it's like super smooth motion. So yeah, good work. All right, cool. You're going to be set for winter for sure. Thank all you right, so much, for Matt. Bye. All right, next up, we're going to go to Seth. Hello, Seth. How are you doing? Hey, Seth. Hey, how's it going? Uh, so I talked about this before, um, and I was still working on it, but I finally I finally released it, and I was very fortunate enough that um, Hexter.io actually found it after Microchip Make shared it. But um, it's my, my slightly bigger cutie pie um, that has uh, 16 pins instead of 14. Um, but I finally got it out. I finally finished it up and got it done and worked out all the bugs. Um, and uh, so I'm pretty, pretty happy about that. Uh, and I, I just want to drop, drop a link to your store in the chat and people can pick one up. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, and I'll share the uh, Hexter IO uh, uh, link as well. Uh, right, actually, yeah. And uh, if you're going, uh, if you're subscribed to the Cyber City Circuits uh, subscription box yes, sometime in like August or September. There's they might be in there. Uh, we just shipped a bunch of them down there for them. So awesome. yeah, for local the makers supporting local makers. Yeah, okay. for the folks who um, can you drop the Cyber City uh, link because we're doing the shows right now. Um, for folks who want another subscription service or even just one subscription service um, besides Adabox, uh, check them out. We're we do it. We love it. Yeah. Also, Hackerbox is another one. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks, thanks, Seth. Oh, thanks yeah. Seth. All right. We're going to go to Stuart, and then we're going to wrap up with Mark. Stuart, how are you doing? Okay, and yourself, how are you? Hey, hey. Good. I, right. um, so I did a version two of the multi-pass. That's right. 
I modified the uh, side oops, sorry, the side rod here, and I made it so you can take out the lens and put in like a 3D lens if you want. Oh, cool. I also added um, a charger so you can charge a lipo, mm. and I added a button for the nightlight. And I also played around with sound with the 2040 and got it to work. So what happens is lights up. Oh, I love it. That's so cool. And then the night light is really bright. Uh, it's right here. It lights it up at night. Okay. And then back. And yeah, we're going to work, work on the audio, too. I know that there's a little bit scratchy. We're going to look at that to make it so it sounds a little bit better, too. No, no. It's pretty neat. I, I modified it in... Um, it sounds clear here, but I modified it and um, I forgot the sound app. But, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I also moved the LED from here because the vaccine pass wouldn't fit, and I moved it back here. So it's all set now. Okay. All right. Well, I think it's. I think you did an amazing job. I love your revision. I love all the details that you always put into all your projects. Like you, yeah. you're like. You have a you have like a whole product design thing going on there. When the booster shots come out, you can add a little servo arm and it can inject folks. <laughs> All, right, All right, sweet. All right, thanks, Stuart. Okay. Always love your stuff. Keep coming by. Okay. So much. Thank you. All right. All right. Mark, play us out, Mark. What you got going on? Well, I know a lot of people like seeing updates. So last yeah. week was shown off the lantern I started to work on, and I'm yeah. still waiting on the plastic for there. But I've started to work on the interior part. So again. I can't say enough that people should watch 3D Hangouts. You learn so much. These are all nice snap fit parts now uh, that will eventually go inside the lantern. Mm. Um, this should wow. work. Look at that. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Oh, it fit oh. in earlier. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Oh, whatever. That's why. Uh, in progress. Nice yeah, uh, so next step is to get the plastic to line it and to shove all this into that little part and then finally be able to light it up. All right, we're, we're getting there. Yeah, um, Cat Plastics actually has some LED, uh, not the heavy stuff that the matrices work, but they have very thin LED white lighting. So I'm going to try that on here and see how that works out on Stop that in the chat. I'll check it out because we could, we could stock that as well. I like the thick stuff, but maybe there's you know flexible stuff too. That'd be great. Yeah, for sure. I'll do that right okay. after. All, All right. right. Thank you, Mark. Thank, Thank you, everybody. You, Finished right on time. That's our show and tell this week. Thank you, everybody. We're here every single week, Wednesdays at 7.30 Eastern time. Thank you so much for making this the best half an hour of our week every single week. Ask an engineer starts at 8 o'clock. It's a couple minutes from now. We'll see everybody next week. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you.